welcome to Nutrition Grad Guide. I'm your host, Shana Sapi, a qualified nutritionist and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I created this podcast to help nutrition grads just like you navigate your way into a career and a life that you love. In each episode, I'm going to bring you interviews with experts in the nutrition and health field, exploring a range of different career pathways. We'll learn about what they do, how they got there, and their advice to help you grow a successful career as a nutritionist or a natural health professional. Thank you for tuning in. This week's guest on the podcast is a very exciting one because it's one of my best friends who I have the pleasure of working with at 28. So Katie Barnes is here joining me today and she is a fellow nutritionist at 28 by Sam Wood. Um, She's also gone on to get further qualifications in the health and fitness industry, including becoming a personal trainer and a Pilates instructor, where she is part of the KX Pilates team. So it's so amazing to see Katie doing brilliant things in this industry and such a pleasure to get to work with her most days. Um, So this is very exciting that we're finally having this chat. Thank you so much for joining me today, Katie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to finally be recording this podcast. (laughs) Me too. Let's get into it by chatting about what first got you interested in the health and even the fitness spaces. Yeah, so even as a kid, I was always fascinated with food. Um, I used to actually want to be a chef when I was little. Um, And then I was always asking my mom, I'm like, what vitamins are in this fruit and what does that do for our body? And yeah, just always had a fascination um, with food and how it um, has an impact on our body. Um, And then I guess for the fitness side of things, I've always been really big into um, sports as a, when I was growing up, you know, I was a avid netballer playing um, competitively. So I've always had an interest in fitness. Um, and I think nutrition and fitness go hand in hand with one another. Hence um, why I kind of went down both fields. Yeah, I love it. And it's such a great combination. Yeah. I love also that you um, wanted to be a chef and now you get to like develop recipes and cook and like we have fun content days at 28. And it's like you're kind of bringing that in in a different way as opposed to being a traditional chef at like a cafe or restaurant. Um, You're still bringing in elements of that cooking and your passion for food. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's nice that uh, I get to take that little aspiration with me um yeah and yeah I I love developing recipes it's probably my favorite aspect of being a nutritionist yeah and you are so good at it (laughs) likewise (laughs) dream team (laughs) awesome so did you always know that you would go on to study something like nutrition at uni did you just come out of high school and be like yep sign me up Yeah, I was quite lucky in that sense. I know um, lots of my friends and lots of people who are in high school, especially, you know, when we're 16 years old and we've been, uh, we've got pressure on us to decide what we want to do for the rest of our lives, um, which we now know is not true. We don't have to make that decision at such a young age. Um, But yeah, I was quite lucky that I always knew I wanted to go down some kind of health pathway. um, And yeah, nutrition just sung out to me and um yeah that's what I decided I wanted to do straight out of school yeah 
Amazing. And we studied together at Endeavour. Um, how was your experience there? Did you enjoy it there? Um, did you sort of know what you wanted to do after as well? Tell us a little bit about that time. Cast your mind back. <laughs> it's been a while now. It's been a while. It's kind of scary how time's flown so quickly. Yeah. So I actually went to Deakin for one year um, and I did food science and nutrition there. Yep. Um, personally, for me, it wasn't um what I thought it would be I think it's a great feeder course into dietetics so if you want to do your master's in dietetics it's a great course it um involves a lot more of the food science side of things so chemistry um lots of biochemistry um that kind of thing but I wanted to go down the more holistic path of food is medicine um and I really wanted to have a greater understanding of how food affects our bodies. So um, I don't even know how I came across Endeavour. I think a friend went to Endeavour. Um, So then I kind of sussed it out, went and chatted to their careers counsellor, I think it was, um, and went to one of their open days. And, yeah, it just aligned a lot more with what I wanted to do. Um, So I transferred from Deakin to Endeavour. Yep. Mind you, uh, a lot of the credits did not transfer over which <laughs> was a bit unfortunate yeah. um but who doesn't love a refresh of chemistry so that you know. <laughs> just really getting that solid foundation <laughs> absolutely so yeah transferred to endeavor and yeah it was I, I was really happy with my decision um it aligned as I said it aligned a lot more with what I wanted to learn and I loved the fact that you got um the clinic experience yes so true yeah I think that's one um factor that stands out with Endeavor is that you you get that student clinic whereas a lot of other unis you don't you kind of have to go and find your own placement um, and it's an optional choice so having to do um student clinic was really great for me because it actually made me realize I did not want to go into the clinic side of being a nutritionist um I do wish that we did get other options of placements just so we could get a taster of what else is out there um I think that's evolved a lot and I think your podcast has definitely helped with that because there's a lot of avenues you can go down you just have to think outside the box a little bit Thank you. Yeah. I also love that you touched on um, you started at Deakin and moved to Endeavour because it's a common question I get asked about where to study. And I think you described it so well in terms of depending on the career pathway you want to go down or you think you want to go down, it can really make a big difference. So for those who do know that they want to go down um, the dietetics path and work in a hospital or aged care or those places where you need to be a dietitian, Deakin and Monash and those kinds of unis are perfect. Whereas for those of us who are interested in some of the other career pathways or more of that holistic perspective, Endeavour, Southern School, Torrens, all of those are really good options. So, yeah, I'm glad that you made that switch um, and that you found the one that was more aligned and that we got to meet. (laughs) Now here we are all these years later. (laughs) Yeah, definitely worth it. Yeah. So how about after uni? What were you thinking now that you knew that you didn't really want to go into that one-on-one clinical side of things? um, How did your career evolve into what it is today? Yeah. um, I, not going to lie, I finished uni and I felt a little bit lost um, because I didn't really know 
what field I wanted to go down. Like I just finished all of the student clinics and whilst I loved that experience and I learned so much, um, I knew that wasn't an avenue that I wanted to follow. So I did feel a little bit lost. So I just decided, you know, I went straight from high school and then did four and a half years of uni. So I was like, I'm just going to take, you know, six months. Um, I was just working in a retail job, just going to take six months just to unwind and kind of think about what I wanted to do. And in that time, I was like, oh, I've always wanted to do personal training. Um, I've always wanted to become a personal trainer. So I was like, now's the perfect time kind of while I'm in this limbo phase. I I enrolled into Australian Institute of Fitness and I did my personal trainer qualification. Um, I think it's called Master Trainer. It's the official title of that course. Yeah. And whilst I was doing that, I found my job at 28. (laughs) So do you want to talk about how you started contracting first and how that eventually led into a role? And I think it's a great example of how you can start to be involved in companies that you'd love to work for and how it can lead to full-time permanent opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. So I was still studying my course. I was still working at my um, retail job and you actually posted in it was one of the um, Facebook groups. It was either the, ugh, I can't even remember what it's called, Connecting Endeavour Students or? Yeah, something like that. Something like that, one of those. <laughs> and because um, you had recently started your role at 28 by Sam Wood and you posted that they were looking for contract nutritionists to um, convert some of the I Quit Sugar recipes um, over to fit the 28 by Sam Wood program. So I reached out to you and was just saying if you're still looking I'm interested and um, luckily they were still looking and at that time Steph was the head of nutrition so she reached out to me and um, yeah we kind of got the ball rolling and I just started on a full-time basis as a contractor purely working with Foodworks um, converting those recipes over. Yeah how did you find that experience was that sort of starting to get more in the realm of what you were interested in, especially with your passion for that recipe development and working with food and um, healthy recipes? Yeah, definitely. I really enjoyed it. Um, It was great that we used Foodworks at uni. So I had a great understanding of how to use Foodworks. um, And it just meant I got to use my knowledge um, because, you know, recipes have to fit certain macros. And then I got to be a bit creative because we did have to edit and uh, adjust some of the recipes to fit those certain macros. So, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, amazing. Um, And then that led into a full-time position, no longer as a contractor. Um, Yeah, yeah, to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I think I was contracting for maybe about four months there. And then um, a team member who was on the customer service team, which is called the crew, um, had resigned. And I was fortunate enough to be offered her position, her role um, as a full-time employee with 28 by Sam Wood. And of course, I jumped at that opportunity and um, yeah, took it, took it on. So then I became a full-time customer service team member within 28 by Sam Wood. Yeah. 
Amazing. And your job has evolved a lot in those few years since um, (laughs) you first started officially. Do you want to talk about the evolution of that too? Obviously, Mm -hmm. now you're a big part of the nutrition team and we get to work very closely together on things like recipe development and everything. Yeah. Um, And you also have a few other, many other things (laughs) that you juggle on your plate too. So maybe just showing how um, nutrition careers don't always have to be what we would imagine. Um, and there can be some other really cool opportunities that come alongside it. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, where do I start? So (laughs) (laughs) you do a lot. (laughs) How long we got? (laughs) How long have we got? No. Um, I, so as I said, I was full-time in the crew. I also did, um, have another aspect of the job, which was program management. So managing all the content that went into the program, that was also an aspect of my job. And then just um, with time comes experience. So being part of the customer service team, I then kind of evolved into an unofficial manager of that team. So helping train other members that came came on board, um, doing rostering, that kind of thing. And then from there, Shana and I um, started a big project, which was creating over 500 recipes for the program. So many recipes. (laughs) So many recipes. (laughs) Um, So that was a really fun project. I think we both love doing that because you know we got to focus full time on what we love doing which is recipe creating um so we created seasonal meal plans and then from that we created recipes so kind of evolved um I was still working customer service a few days a week and then doing the recipe recipe development project with with you um for my other half of the week um and then from there um my role, I guess, evolved again. So I guess to this day, like from currently, um, every day is different. It's it's hard to explain uh, <laughs> what a, a normal day would look like. Um, I'm still involved with the nutrition side of things with you. We get to do recipe development still. Um, we do we recently did a Facebook Live in the um, 28 by Sandwood community, which was so much fun. Yeah. Um, we have an online shop, so I manage the online store and do all the packing as well. Um, I do, uh, what else do I do? I still am doing the program content as well, so I manage all the program content. Um, we have a a large number of um, trainers on the program as well. So I manage the trainers within the team as well. Um, Yeah, so just I do a number of things. I'm still involved in the customer service team, just helping them out when they need and training up new members and kind of being um, that person who can provide advice or any questions they have, I can answer them for them. So yeah, every day is different, um, which suits me really well because um, it means I don't get bored. (laughs) So true. (laughs) And you've got those sides of the nutrition and the fitness by working with those trainers. um, So you're really tying in all of your passions. Absolutely. Yeah. And as you said, it just shows that 
um, finding a job as a nutritionist. It means that, you know, you might not get to do nutrition full time, but, you know, I get to still be involved in the nutrition team and um, still have that passion for nutrition. But it means I get to do other things as well, which align with my values, like that fitness side and yeah, and still being part of customer service. I love customer service and I love um, communicating with people and helping people, which I'm sure most nutritionists and personal trainers do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and what would be your favourite part of working at 28? Like is there a particular role or responsibility that you love or, um, yeah, what would that be? It would have to be the nutrition side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very fitting (laughs) yeah yeah the nutrition aspect and getting to work with you you know um I think we're very lucky in the sense that our values align with one another and we work really well as a team together so yeah I really love that aspect um, of not only doing nutrition but being able to work with you and collaborate with you yeah I second that I just yeah like I always say we are the dream team (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome 28 (laughs) Um, yeah and those content days we do together are so much fun Katie and I were recently in the kitchen again um, and I reckon for me they would have to be the most fun days just getting to actually get into the kitchen cook the recipes that we've created um, see it all come together and share them um, in a really like pleasing way yeah a hundred percent and you know we always have a laugh and not everything always goes to plan, which is also yeah. part of the fun as well. <laughs> exactly. And that's one of the things about recipe development. Like you yeah. don't always see that side on Instagram because it's yeah. a highlight reel. But yeah, it's all about like just experimenting and it's okay when things go wrong or yeah, like it's all learning. It's all just part of the journey. Yeah. That it makes you better at what you do as well. hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because then you learn from those errors and then um, you evolve recipes because you just know that sometimes things aren't going to work the way you thought they would yeah so true and what would you say some of the important skills that you need for your roles are yeah I think um being organized would be one of them um and it's funny I say that in my personal life I would not say I'm the most organized person I think my family can test to that um but in my work life I am very organized (laughs) yeah um so yeah being organized especially with a role I have I do have so many different aspects of my role so um being organized is definitely important also having attention to detail I think is a great aspect uh a great attribute that I do have is having attention to detail um being patient being understanding and just having a great attitude and being motiv- self-motivated as well. Um, and what else? Also being a team player because we are a team at the end of the day um, and we collaborate and we help one another. So I think being able to be a team player, but then on the other hand, being able to work independently as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right, like you are balancing so much. So all of those skills really feed into that and help you really succeed and do as well as you do because you're amazing at all of your jobs. Um, So, yeah, it's really amazing watching you be able to juggle all of that. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Speaking of organisation, do you have any tips for people who do also have multiple things that they're trying to juggle or balance without getting overwhelmed? Yeah, um, I think definitely 
organizing your week um, really helps. I find writing things down. I don't really like typing things out. I'm a bit old school and I like to write things like write lists or write out a schedule for the week. So, or just having a um, list that you can tick things off. So kind of sitting down at the start of the week and be um, writing down, I need to get this, 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 and this done and then ticking it off. I love that satisfaction of ticking something off. When we're doing that meal plan, China, and we had our when we could tick that we'd achieved something, it was the best feeling ever. <laughs> was. <laughs> that was a huge list too. So it was, yes, so satisfying. <laughs> um, yeah, just, and, you know, not, sometimes things can be overwhelming. Um, I'm quite lucky in the sense that I'm not a huge stress head, but I know some people are and some people can, you know, things can be overwhelming. Um, so if I am ever feeling overwhelmed or stressed, it's just about taking that step back. And, you know, if you need to just switch off for five minutes or walk away from the laptop and just take a breather, come back and then write out a plan, yeah. I think is the best way to do it um, instead of just being so caught up in the moment. And sometimes you can get into your head. So just taking a step back and walking away um, really helps for me. Yeah, I think that's a really good bit of advice and something that we can forget about when we are wrapped up in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's amazing what that little bit of distance can do to help clear our head um, yep. and allow us to come back and just really get stuck in and see what we have to do from a different perspective. Definitely. And even just chatting with someone, um, yep. you know, especially like Shana and I, we chat all the time and just yep. being able to talk something out or voice yep. something can be really beneficial. Definitely. Yeah. It helps so much. Yeah. And now let's chat a little bit about the fitness side of things. So you are a KX Pilates instructor when we're not in lockdown or restrictions aren't happening. Um, (laughs) Tell us a bit about that journey of um, going from being a PT to getting your Pilates qualifications and then becoming a KX instructor. Yeah. So um, I have always had a love for Pilates in general, it's it's probably my favorite way to move my body. Um, and I think it just provides so many great benefits, um, not only for our body, but for our mind as well. Yeah. Um, I, before I did my PT, I had always been interested in doing um, some kind of Pilates certification, but I just wanted to get my PT course done. So I had that cert three and four in fitness. It's really beneficial. Yeah. Um, and then when not last year, the year before. No, last year. God, these years just merge into one another. <laughs> <laughs> um, I decided that I wanted to get my mat and reformer certifications. So I did a bit of research and found a course that I thought um, was a great fit, which is called Unite Health. Um, so I enrolled into that. Um, it was kind of good timing because we were in lockdown, so we didn't have (laughs) much else to do. So yeah, I started that journey. Um, half of it was done via zoom. And then when we were able to go back into person, I did the second half in person, which was more the reformer side of things. Perfect. Yeah. And then the stars aligned and my local KX studio, um, KX in Frankston 
um, they were actually looking for instructors. Um, and I think it helped that I was already a client there. So I knew all the team. I was familiar with the clients already. Um, so I applied for a position there. Yeah. And was lucky enough to get that job. Um, and being, if there are any aspiring Pilates instructors out there, having my Cert 3 and 4 Fitness um, really helped to get that job um, because I already had that knowledge. So um, once I got that job, KX then do a six-week academy. So they have their own training academy. Um, so that was done through some Zooms um, at night and then we did it in person on the weekends, which benefited me a lot because I work full time. So I could do it at night and on the weekends. Same with the Unite Health course as well. All of their all of their um, classes, lectures, whatever you want to call them, were on the weekend as well. Perfect. Yeah. So then once I did the academy, did the exam, passed all of that, I then became a KX qualified reformer instructor and then I got to start teaching. Yeah, amazing. And how have you found that experience um, being able to teach and finally seeing that come to fruition? Yeah, I love it. I, um, I was a bit nervous at first. I am quite an introverted person. Um, so I was a bit nervous starting to teach. But once I got into it and, you know, with knowledge comes confidence and with practice comes confidence. So the more and more I taught, the more and more confident I became. And yeah, I just absolutely love it. It's, it's so much fun. Yeah, that's amazing. And I think that's a really good thing to touch on where you said with knowledge comes confidence and also with that practice, yeah. because for anyone, whether you want to go on to become a Pilates teacher or PT or mm -hmm. a nutritionist who speaks in front of rooms of people, yeah. I think that is a really key thing that you've touched on there. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's a reminder to back yourself and a reminder that everyone's been in this position before, you know, no one's, no one started off being as confident as they are. It comes with practice and it comes with experience. So being yeah. kind to yourself as well, you're always going to make mistakes, but you learn from those mistakes and acknowledging those mistakes, you know, I think, um, makes it even better because most of the time people will just like have a laugh and move on it, it's it's not the end of the world <laughs> yeah yeah it's relatable everyone's human like yeah I find it's like it can be a relationship building factor oh, as well a hundred percent I'm you know still with you know reformer there's springs and you know I've started the class off and said okay we're going to do these springs and then 10 seconds later I'm like no hold on wrong springs <laughs> let's change them up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone just has a laugh and yeah. on. it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely not the end of the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Really good lesson. Amazing. And so what would you attribute your current success to? Oh, good question. Um, I think putting myself out there, definitely. Um, once again, like, as I said, I'm, I'm quite an introverted person and I can be quite reserved so for me to put myself out there it does take quite a bit of confidence and quite a bit of um talk in my own head but I think it's um really beneficial just to put yourself out there and just to remind yourself that you do have nothing to lose yeah 
Um, and also sometimes you just need to fake it till you make it. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) Um, so, you know, just being confident, backing yourself. Um, and even if you are, you know, sometimes terrified on the inside, kind of putting not a facade, but, you know, changing that mindset and being confident and backing yourself can really help in those situations. Yeah. Are there any things that you do to get yourself um, into that mood? Like if you are finding that self-talks coming in, like do you have any strategies to sort of shut that voice up and be like, no, we're doing this anyway? (laughs) Um, Definitely talking to someone helps. Um, You know, someone just giving you that little nudge or reassuring you can help. Um, Also, I find not thinking about things helps as well um if I have too much time to think about something I'll overthink it so kind of just not thinking about it until the time comes and then just going into it all guns blazing definitely helps me as well yeah that's a good one because we can get so stuck in our heads can't we like and then we start to over worry and overthink it um and it's that whole thing about worrying is just suffering twice because if something's going to go wrong it's going to go wrong but why worry about it as well Why? Yeah, exactly. Why put yourself into that situation when 95% of the time, nothing bad is going to happen? Yeah, so true. Yeah. Um, Another thing that's been a cool part of 28 is our experience up at the retreat in Byron back in the days when we're allowed to travel (laughs) and Australia wasn't in lockdown. Um, Do you want to chat a little bit about that? Because I think that's a cool um, side of nutrition jobs that people would hopefully love to hear about. Yeah, I absolutely loved going on that retreat. Um, We were meant to go on one. I think we've rescheduled it three times now so hopefully third time's a charm for our second retreat yeah (laughs) so true um but it was just a really nice experience um you know getting to put your skills to use um seeing kind of what goes on behind the scenes as well being part of organizing it yeah putting together all those goodie bags that was fun yeah Tasting all the food. Tasting all the food. Um, and yeah, just mingling and meeting new people. And once again, putting yourself out of your comfort zone to meet new people and um, have conversations. And, you know, it was really nice that um, people on that retreat were asking both yourself and I nutrition related questions and that we were able to help them. Yeah. When we're doing all the workouts, you know, we, we were there to support and encourage people. And yeah, I think it's just really nice to be part of that community. Yeah, absolutely. Katie has the cutest, brutal puppy. So that is what you hear like, in the background. She must have seen something to bark at. Oh, that's oh, totally fine <laughs> we all love Frankie if only we could get Frankie on like you can't really show picture on audio but <laughs> everyone just know that Frankie is the cutest doggo <laughs> she's a big fluffy teddy bear <laughs> she really is. Oh, too funny um, are there any other cool things we can touch on about like what we've experienced over the years at 28 and being new- part of the nutrition team? We've got to go some, to some pretty cool like press events when yep. they used to exist as well. Yeah. <laughs> I know you forget about these things. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a lifetime ago after all this lockdown here in Melbourne. 
Um, but yeah, that was a cool way to sort of like network and meet other people in the health industry, learn about new products. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything else from those that you want to chat about or mention? Um, yeah, I think like you said, it's really nice to network with people and meet like-minded people. And um, I guess you never know what opportunities could arise from meeting other people in this space. So I think networking in a uh world that we're not in right now um (laughs) (laughs) networking with people um is a really great tool for career progression um you know just going back if I didn't know Shana um I may not be in this position that I am today so yeah networking can be really beneficial um and just like creating that community around you um so you know, if you did want to go into a career that you know someone's already in, you can reach out to them and ask for some advice or some pointers or, you know, just catch up at a cafe to chat about things. So yeah. I think networking is um, really important in this field. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's even more important in these times. Like, as you mentioned, it was a lot easier back when we could meet in person. Yeah. But these times can feel so isolating. Um, And thankfully, like as we head into summer with things easing up, we will be able to get back out there and mingle. But yeah, just like you said, reaching out to people, emailing them, DMing them on Instagram, like I think that can be a really great way to just get the conversation going and um, yeah, start to build those relationships with fellow nutritionists, naturopaths, all other natural health professionals. Like we're all here wanting to do the same thing to help people and improve the health of the world. Um, And I think it's yeah really beautiful to just remember that and be on the same team. Absolutely. And, you know, like you said, being on the same team and supporting one another and uh, being each other's cheerleaders is definitely so important as well. Yeah. And even things like collaboration, like Katie and I have a million things that we (laughs) want to do together. So to um coming soon like to be confirmed stay tuned Um, tuned. (laughs) um but just doing stuff like that like finding people that just align with your values and that want to do similar things and collaborating like we don't have to do things alone and it's way more fun doing it together like working at 28 with with Katie is so much more fun than I'm sure it would be without Katie like so finding those people, finding your tribe, as they say, yeah. um, and not being afraid to collaborate, not seeing other people as competition. Absolutely. Joining forces. Definitely. And yeah. just to touch on, you know, um, networking and um, the same applies, you know, for my Pilates as well, um, just by knowing other trainers you know I do teach in another studio as well and I got that teaching position because someone else I know works there and they were looking for instructors so um, you know once again just putting yourself out there and being in contact with people in the industry can really help yeah definitely that's such a good point yeah love it Awesome. So now I have to ask a book question because yeah. everyone gets asked this on my podcast. <laughs> if you could recommend one book for every listener to read, what would it be and why? One book, Shana. I know. <laughs> Fellow bookworm, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I am going to say Women's Wellness Wisdom, I think you knew, knew, knew that I was going to say that anyway, um, by Dr. Libby Weaver. I just think it is 
such a great book for any female, no matter what age you're at, um, just to get a really un- a great understanding of the human, the female body and how um, especially hormones can affect the human body and how we can help our hormones function as well as they can at optimal levels. Um, I just think it's a really informative book um, and I love everything that Dr. Libby Weaver does. So that would be my book recommendation. I love that book. Um, you got it for me for my birthday one I year. Did. Yeah, it's such a phenomenal book. So I definitely second that. Um, and no, I didn't think you were going to say that. I actually wasn't sure whether you would say the one of Dr. Libby's or one of um, Lara Bryden's like period Ooh. repair manual or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like the one you went with. Very good. <laughs> you can tell that I um, am a big advocate for women's health. Yeah. <laughs> an important area and something yeah. that not enough women know about like as Definitely. you said like more women need to understand the impact hormones and our menstrual cycles and all of that have and just being in tune with our body is so so important yeah definitely and you know one thing I would love to see is that become more and more common in education um, especially educating young females to feel empowered by their bodies Yeah, absolutely. Let's get that sort of stuff into schools. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Awesome. So this has been such a fun episode. I reckon I could chat to you always like we do anyway, and we'll be back on the phone in a few days after the weekend. (laughs) But um, is there anything else you want to touch on today or any parting words of advice or wisdom for the listeners? Yeah, I just think um, trust yourself. If you know, if you do have a passion, if you do have a goal, go for it. Um, you you have nothing to lose. You have so much to gain. Um, you know, no matter at what stage in life that you're in, if you you have a passion, follow it. Um, you know, I for Pilates, I put off doing that for so long, and I I wish I had done it earlier. And I'm so thankful that I did it. And you know, same with nutrition like I changed unis and added another year onto my studies but you know you've got to find what aligns with you yeah um because at the end of the day you want you want to do something that makes you happy and that that makes you feel fulfilled so follow your passion and back yourself would be my two words of wisdom two sentences of wisdom (laughs) (laughs) I love it and leaving on such a bang like that is very powerful advice because you're right like work is something that we should love and something that we should enjoy and feel fulfilled by, not something we feel like we have to do, um, but more something that we love to do. So yeah, that is so important and a great reminder for all of the listeners today. And now importantly, where can they find you and continue to follow you and see your amazing recipes and your cute puppy? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can find me on Instagram. Um, My handle is at underscore underscore Katie Barnes um I have not been posting much because I have a crack on the camera that's right (laughs) so this is a great uh prompt for me to buy a new phone so I can take lots more photos of my cooking and my crazy puppy yeah (laughs) please do I miss all the photos of your amazing food and your puppy (laughs) 
<laughs> Love it. Awesome. And I will um, tag you in the show notes. So anyone who's listening, you can easily find Katie over on the gram. Um, and there's many more exciting things to come out of Katie and many collaborations to come between the two of us. So stay tuned, everyone. And thank you for tuning in. And thank you, Katie, for being here. Like I said, this has been so much fun as always. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I feel like I gained so much valuable insight and advice from it, and I hope you agree. If you did enjoy this episode, please leave me a review and tell me what you think. I would love to hear your feedback. Do you know anyone else that this episode can benefit? I would be so grateful if you share it with them. That way, they too can benefit from all of the insight that we covered today. Your support means so much to me, and together we can help even more people build a career and a life that they love. Thank you for being here. Until next time, keep making your dreams a reality. Mm-hmm.